Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This portion of Underground USA is brought to you by Del Vecchio Defense Instruction, DDI. Hit your bullseye with DDI. DDI offers NRA certified instruction in basic pistol safety, NRA pistol marksmanship simulator training, women on target, and their non-lethal refuse to be a victim program. You can also engage in DDI's non-lethal defense training, where they have warrior workshops, empower hour, safe showings workshops, safe hearts workshops, and damsel sister safety. To find out more, log on to bullseyeddi.com, that's bullseyeddi.com, or email Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, at bullseyeddi.com. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. No fear. No political correctness. Exposing the tyranny of the minority. You're listening to Underground USA with your hosts, Frank Salvato and Andy Limbaugh. Rendezvous with destiny. Welcome back, and thanks for listening to UndergroundUSA.com. I'm your host, Frank Salvato, along with Andy Limbaugh. And before we get started on this, and it's, it's a historic day, that, you know, not a good historic, but it's a historic day. I just want to say thank you for all of the people who have signed up for the, the podcast and for and for the newsletter. I, I, we put that out when Parlor went down. I put out a request saying, hey, don't get disconnected, and the subscriptions have been flying in. I mean, it's 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 dramatic. So I'm, I want to say thank you to everybody. I hope we live up to your expectations. And my high fives and fist bumps to everyone as well. That's just, that's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, so impeachment, uh, you know, the fastest impeachment. Uh, based on something that wasn't even investigated. And now we have the President of the United States who's been impeached twice on, uh, on literally no evidence of any um, to go into the history book as the only president uh, that's been impeached twice. You know, what a badge of honor, I think. <laughs> I mean, he, he hasn't done 
anything wrong. <laughs> and and he's got he's got a a two by his name now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's going to use he's going to use Roman numerals, I think, too. It's not going to be <laughs> just right. a regular two. He's not going digital. You know, you know, this is and I, and I said this on on the other program that I'm on. Um, the first time around, they they went after him for impeachment with evidence that was that there was later found out they knew it at the time but later found out by the public to be completely contrived and manufactured for political purposes to affect an election by one of the biggest reprobates in political history Hillary Clinton and this well, time they took they went to the floor pushed this debate through in less than 7 hours they've impeached a president and nothing has been investigated yet Nothing. Honestly, I think I think the American people, at least the 75 to 80 million who voted for Trump, basically sitting back in their chairs and got their fingernail file and just like ho hum and finger, you know filing their fingernails, they couldn't give a rat's ass anymore about this stuff because they know what and who the frauds are, as as is the Democrat Party, the liberals, and the rhinos. It's just they're a bunch of nothing but blowhards doing it for show, and nobody gives a rat's ass anymore. You know, the, there's the no big thing that to I, it whatsoever. What was what is it going to achieve? The guy's got seven days left. So week, what, week from so today. What was the goal? The goal was just to make sure that they could say he was a twice a twice impeached president with the hope that he'll never run for office again. But I don't think Trump Trump being the guy. I don't think he wants to run again. I think he wants to be kingmaker, and I think it's, it would be a great role for him too, is to be kingmaker. But this movement's not going anywhere. Well, no, no, and and <laughs> your your point. He he will be a king. Because of all this, in some way, shape, manner, or form, to be determined, and that is what is scaring the absolute bejesus out of those people. You know, and and you know, our, I I have to go back and castigate. I promised myself I wouldn't spend the entire program on it, but I I've got to let off some steam about about mumbles. You got thirty seconds. Make it count. This guy, and I know I. I I know we kick this guy in the nutsack every week, but he deserves to be kicked in the nutsack every week. Who the hell is Mitch McConnell to come out and say, I'm livid with the president? I don't care. I don't care if you're livid with the president. You're not the Republican Party. You're a senator from Kentucky who has now been demoted to minority leader in the Senate because you couldn't win two senatorial elections in Georgia. Because because your because your tenure your tenure as in leadership with the U, with the Republican Party in the U.S. Senate you where's your where are the the legions of of Republican senators that so that you can actually get stuff passed without having to worry about Marxist progressives throwing a wrench into it you never achieved it Mitch mr mr egg roll man at least the president did something you mumbling moron that's my 30 seconds okay well you went over by 15 <laughs> however i i i interrupted earlier so 
the judges waived that off and, and allowed the extra 15 on that. So my, am, my bad for trying to interrupt because I totally forgot that it was your platform only. And so anyway, I, I'm standing like Nadia Comaneci right now. <laughs> I just pulled a hamstring thinking about that. <laughs> I'm I'm standing here like Carrie Strug right now, just <laughs> leading up to the. Oh, my salad's about to come back up through my nose. <laughs> you know, but but really, I mean, the only reason that these these reprobates McConnell's there, Kevin McCarthy's there, sadly, and and this shocked me, Liz Cheney is there. And and you have some lesser players like Kinzinger from Illinois, who is just a complete disappointment, who, yes, it was unconscionable what he did. What? Have a rally speech? Did any of them listen to the speech? Hey, real quick, as an aside, speaking of Illinois, did you see where Madigan is no longer the uh, the, the chair or the um, the speaker? Well, that's that. That means that he got caught doing something really bad. And it took what forty years for that to happen? Not Four, quite that 40, long. forty years. He he outlasted Verdoliak and Burke and everybody else. Oh, but yeah, kidding. he they they must have they must and have Blagojevich. had him, and Blagojevich and then hell Blagojevich is out already. Yeah, and pardoned. <clears throat> yeah, you know, um, it, if if he had to relinquish power, which which he held on to with a just pride then they had the goods on him and that deal was was something it'll be interesting to see what the hell that's all about because oh, Mad- don't you madigan mm-mm, he was he was gonna die in that position he has been the instigator of pretty much every that that represents the state of illinois right now he was he was the minority leader back when the last time that illinois was all red and we, we had the governor's mansion, the lieutenant governor, we had uh, the entire executive slate, and we had uh, a majority in the House and the Senate. Uh, that's when my mom was working for the Senate president. Um, we had a well, they were button. red because the Cardinals would go in there and beat the snot out of the Cubs all the time, but not so much anymore. See, as a, as a Sox fan, that means nothing to me. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing so, to You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a balanced budget. We had we had uh, deregulation. The, Illinois was in the black, you know. And Madigan was always the guy that was that was whittling away and whittling away and catching people in this and making deals to do that. Instrumental in getting Barack Obama into the position to be able to run for U.S. senator. Okay, so just step back a second and think about what you just said. Could this? the conspiracy theorist that I am, could this be a microcosm of bigger things to come on a larger playing field? I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. What it tells me, and I'm not going to call you QAnon because that's that's completely wrong. I can't even spell that anyway. Yeah, I'm going to call you Elanon. Okay. 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 <laughs> what comes after Q? L M N O P Q R R N O N. It's R R N O N. Um, if what I I see is a changing of the guard, that's what I see happening. If if Madigan is caught with the goods and he was made to cut a deal to leave power, 
so that someone else can take the gavel and control of everything, unless he's thinking about getting out of it so he can pull puppet strings in the shadows, which I don't think he would do. I think his ego wouldn't want him to leave that position. Oh, it'd take him out of the limelight, which he was. I th- I think that this is a changing of the guard and not for the better. I th- well. I think we're I think we're seeing a movement in Illinois because of who's in power there and the trajectory that that Chicago is on especially I I think that you are going to see people of of the AOC ilk their their ideology and agenda having a much more forceful voice because if there's one thing Madigan did do uh he ruled old school well that okay and that's that's a valid point because look at look at the current democratic party as a whole that yeah. is that is what's going on with the Democratic Party as a whole. And and if if we're looking at the major the major vote power centers in the United States, um, if there is going to be this national shift to the dramatic Marxist left, they need Chicago, they need New York, they need L.A. They've already got San Francisco. Um, they they, they kind of got Houston. You know, they don't have they don't have Miami Miami Dade by any stretch of the imagination yet but they they need to start with the usual suspects and chicago is a kingpin in that if they if they don't have chicago they they have to acquire that before they can make a national move yeah so if this if if whatever if whatever the reason is that madigan had that you had to pry the gavel out of his out of his arthritic hand in in order to remove him from power, whatever the whatever it was, had to be big, debilitating, and it had to be enough for him to give up control of something that he knew was going to go so far left. I mean, this is the that's the kind of thing that that drove Richard M. Daly out of office. I don't want to run anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. Well, okay. So taking all all of what you just said into consideration. <clears throat> Think, though, about Trump leaving office. And you know Trump doesn't just give up. And he's, you know, I've said this before, he's, he's that don't get mad, get even kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And, and don't you know that one of the main reasons they're just scared to be Jesus is that they know that he knows that they know that he knows all the goods on them. And he ain't leaving, walking out that door without a whole shitload of scalps and a lot of blood on the floor, politically speaking. Well, and, and that's why I think his his next move is not elected office again. His next move is kingmaker because if he can use these leverage points, he's got. He, he was the president. He got to see everything. Yep. He got to see everything. He, he leaves office 51. with these. Except I don't, I don't, I don't think he went to Area 51. He may have, maybe a flyby or something. Yeah, hey, he may he may have teleported there, and we don't know it. Good point. You know, if if any place in the world is going to have a teleportation room, it's got to be the White House. You know, by the way, I'm interrupting you a lot this evening, and it feels good. It's empowering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm halfway through a rum bottle, so. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Long straw with a bendy top, I hope. Yeah, and a little, and a little umbrella. Oh boy, nice. a umbrella. Anyway, but but carry on about uh, about Kingmaker. I, I I just see with the 
leverage points that he now has, I, I see him being able to target specific races that would make, I won't say, I won't say the power brokers, although they would be among the people with the dirt that, that he's, that he's accumulated on these people, but the people that are that next, it's the people who pushed Madigan out that level of people. They're, they're the next ones. They are, they're the second row of the shark teeth waiting for that one, waiting for that row to fall all out so they can be the thing that bites. I think he's good. If, if he can use those leverage points on that second string line, that is now just, just, just yanking for power right now. That throws a wrench into the progressive movement for at least two cycles, if not three, and allows the Republicans to recoup. Because right now the biggest problem with the Republicans I see is, is narrative image. (laughs) <laughs> you, <Yeah>. know. <laughs> you know they, they, they couldn't advance a, a a pro-republican narrative right now if if they got in at bitcoin at a dollar they couldn't advance a pinewood derby car down a hill with a bunch of people pushing it <laughs> you know you know it's and, and that's another reason why mitchie mumbles and the rest of them have to go they, they've completely failed in in the in the arena of being able to compete in narrative control, they they don't know how to do it. They message for shit. Well, and and I get, I mean, you know, it was only a matter of time. But yesterday, I, I get the uh, the email from uh, what's her name, who's the uh, reelected chair of the RNC. You know, it's back to you, the asking mean, for money again. Mittens' niece. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the gall to start asking for money again before yes. the president's oh. even left office. And not only did I hit unsubscribe to all, but I came this close to just firing off an email to the head, to, to the folks at the RNC and saying, where in the hell have you been? Number one. You've got a hell of a lot of nerve asking me for money that I don't have to do stuff that you guys won't do yourselves. And we wouldn't be in this position if you guys were freaking doing your jobs like you keep saying you're going to do. No more. Yeah, I'm serious. No No more. And and, and until until they have a purging of the people who have continued to fail the Republican Party— in their leadership, not a dime, not a dime. I mean, I mean it, you talk about patronizing that, that was, that was to the nth degree. And you know that you and I aren't the only ones that are livid about it. No. And I, right now you have to ask me what, what is it? What worth does the Republican party have for me to want to even support it? Yeah. They, they didn't stand up for the constitution. I mean, some did. Don't get me wrong. People like right. like Ted Cruz and Mo Brooks and 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 the and the Jim the, Jordan, the 13, and some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. the thirteen Dean senators and, and and I think that that uh, forty or so congressmen who said nope, nope, we, no, this is a problem. This is a constitutional crisis. When when member states violate their own constitution's election protocol, yeah. we have to call them on that. 
they they were all set to do that before this deception spectacle that happened on Capitol Hill, and then they all buckled because they knew it was going to go nowhere. And then so, you get the freaking Supreme Court coming in and doing a fast track of some abortion thing. Yeah. And they wouldn't they wouldn't accept <clears throat> anything remotely to do with the election. Yeah. And they fast track this thing through. A, a complete, there's a complete, and I just call it a complete failure of the judicial branch. It was oh, a complete I, failure of the judicial branch to serve the people. Right. They, 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 they contorted themselves to try to not have to be accountable constitutionally for what they were supposed to be doing. But and going down the food chain, the DOJ. Absolutely. Well, every law enforcement agency that had anything that could have been, anything that could have been construed as authority into the election process from the state level through the federal level, they all failed as well. Yep. All of them. So this, this massive failure in, in protecting the sanctity of the ballot box is something that absolutely has to be addressed. And I think it's going to have to be one of these village by village things. You're going to have to do it county by county, making sure that, that things are cleaned up because I don't think federal law, you're, you're going to have lawsuits against the federal government if you try to put in federal guidelines for federal elections because the Constitution says the states have to run their own elections. And I, I actually like that. We, well, that should be the way it is. But you but you got to be there's got to be recourse for a state like Pennsylvania or a state like Michigan when they say this is blatant vote fraud, blatant ballot tampering. And we're just going to do it because we can and their legislature goes, no, 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 that's not right. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Well, and you brought up the point last week um, about the states, you know, okay, it's, it's time for us to, uh, on the red states, especially in the red state governors, uh, it's, it's time to get them fully engaged because you certainly can't go to the federal government now. No. So who, who can you turn to? Well, it's, it's the state government. And and the legislative leader or the uh, the, the executive leaders of the, of each state. So oh, the the governor absolutely um, must must start stepping up and 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 taking the lead on this now. No, no, the, the guy in Texas. He's a he's a legislator in Texas. I believe his last name is 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 Biederman. I'm not sure. Um, but he's, he's introducing legislation to have a referendum put on the, on the ballot in Texas for the next November about secession. About secession. I you know, know. yeah, Don't and, and there's, Texas, there's a move, man. there's a movement here in Florida to petition the DeSantis to have an open dialogue about it. You know, hey. so I, you know, we were, we were talking about a, a different way to go about satisfying this thing last week and if you didn't hear us last week please go back and listen to it um it, 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 we kind of outlined exactly what a way forward is at least one way i think we talked two ways one was a convention of the states to actually nullify the yep. current government and boot them out of office yep. and just readopt the charters of freedom at term limits and a balanced budget and there you go and the other one was to have the states Embrace nullification. And CJ and I were talking, my friend CJ and I were talking about this the other night. Um, they've already, the states and California led the way on this, and I don't think they realized that they did, which makes it all the more sweeter. Yeah, no kidding. But with with their embrace of sanctuary state and sanctuary city, 
they've pretty much embraced and codified into law nullification. That's a good point. You know, California said, we're not going to follow the federal law on this. There's nothing you can do to make us. Okay. Then if I'm Florida, I could say, take Obamacare and stick it. Well, you can't do that. But you see, California did with immigration, and you guys let it happen. And and then uh, Washington State, too, with Chad. Yeah, with, with Chad. So, I mean, it's there. You know, the the step to embracing nullification and not making it hurt is to make sure that, that the citizens of the states that embrace nullification do not remit their federal tax money directly to the federal government. You would still pay your taxes. You'd yeah. still file your 1040, but it would have to go through the state. And the state would take it collectively and pay that state's taxes to the federal government, but only the taxes that were actually mandated by the Constitution. Let's starve the spendthrifts to death. And I would charge a nominal processing fee to do it, to send the money to the I, federal government, of course. A- absolutely. <coughs> Payable by the federal no, government. Nominal fee. We don't want to yeah. be we don't want to be accused of gouging. You know, I would, but but a nominal fee. I would I would use the same rubric as uh, as Square or PayPal. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You know, and 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 we're going to hold your money for sixty to ninety days because there's so much fraud being, you know, going on that, uh, you know, we need to make sure that you guys are valid. Hey, we may we may pay it in installments. Right. An estimated tax. You are one evil son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. And and you know what I would do with the with with the processing fee? As a state I'd invest it in the Bitcoin. Well, I was gonna say maybe you know, invest it into uh uh you know underground podcast first. You know, just a little spiff here, but it, it is it is essential that uh that common sense be promoted and that I think that's uh for for the common good. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, or if they want to pay us some Bitcoin, I'll take Bitcoin. I'll take Bitcoin. I'll take Litecoin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take Ethereum. I'll take. I'll, 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 I'll take. I'll take a whole coin. I, you know, it doesn't bother yeah. me. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to. Uh, we're going to hear from one of our sponsors, uh, Emerald Coast Tea Company. And if you you use the promo code USAT, that's U S A T E A, you will get free shipping on anything that you order. Uh, You're listening to Underground USA. Everything that we do is at undergroundusa.com. I'm Frank Salvato. He is Andy Limbaugh, and we'll be right back. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.
Welcome back to Underground USA. I'm your host, Frank Savato. He is Andy Limbaugh. And uh, as, as always, you can see everything that we do. And we've got a new uh, a, a new thing that we're doing. It's a it's a daily mail-out of headlines uh, every morning. I, I, we get on and we look at the, at the news. And I, I go through like maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 sites looking for things that aren't the bubblegum. Uh, and we, I amass these things and we shoot them out in a, in a free email. Uh, our podcasts are on the bottom, uh, unless it's the podcast email and then our podcast is on the top. Um, but sign up, stay connected in the, in the, in the era of big tech silencing people on social media, you need to have a direct line to information. So, uh, if you listen to us or the, you know, and, and you like what you hear, uh, the headlines are no bullshit. So uh, sign up, and uh, we'll, we'll get you included in on that, and we'll keep you in contact with uh, reality. It's a great that. aggregation of just quick hits, and, and once you see an article or a, a header that you really like, it, you just you just click on it right there. I mean, it's just quick, 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 quick glance, and it's great stuff. Good job. Yeah, if you yeah. if if you if you just peruse the headlines that come in the email, you at least have an idea of things that are going on beyond the three stories that the mainstream media just wants to pump. Right. <clears throat> you know. And you get text alerts about. Yeah. Ad yeah. nauseum. Ad nauseum. Um, so back to the evils of Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell. You know, I. I just, I don't, I just had the just most disturbing vision. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> disturbing. I, Do I, I need just to close the, my eyes? I, no, you'll never be able to okay. see that. <laughs> you'll never, this will haunt you. You'll lay in bed tonight going, I can't, damn him, damn him. I can't unsee that. <laughs> I just, I just had this vision of, of Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell with flutes of Dom Perignon clinging glasses in a hot tub. Oh God. I just threw up in my mouth. Yeah. And, and I'm just getting the idea that it would probably, the aroma that would come off of that would probably smell like some kind of soup. You mean out of my mouth or out of, no, out of this, out of the hot tub, probably, probably a Navy bean. <laughs> You're absolutely sick. <laughs> you know, just uh, throw an onion in there. Just, just you know, well, how about a guy? bay leaf? You know, how a about bay leaf. George, George Carlin's kit. You know, throw a bay leaf under each arm, and yeah. you come out smelling like a rose. Yeah, just well, when they go to fill up the flutes again, they just just <laughs> throw some carrots in there, maybe an onion. You know, as they sit there and just they sit there, both of them naked in a hot tub. Oh, yeah, you can't see that. You can't. It's burned into your brain. Your gray matter is tattooed with that. It's never going to go away. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I need to go ah. to the fridge and crack open a beer. Yeah, I've just, I, you know, I, I've got to do something to get. I don't, I don't know whether to be. Angry, frustrated, sad, you know, because because I'm watching the country and it's not it's not the country per se. I'm, I'm using the wrong word. I'm watching the government of the greatest country in the world be overtaken 
by extreme ideologues that get into bed with Marxism and communism. And I, I see the people who are who are co-opting this power, doing it in illegal ways, in underhanded ways, in disingenuous ways. And it doesn't matter how hard people scream about it. They just kind of shrug their shoulders, laugh at you and go, <laughs> I'm going to stay in power. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, you just explained the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm looking at the impeachment today on on grounds that weren't even investigated. There's no facts. There were no facts to bring to the Florida debate. Nobody's discerned anything. They haven't even put a timeline together on what happened on January 6th yet. We know that QAnon people were there. We know that BLM people were there. We even had one BLM guy there inside, right where Ashley Babbitt was standing when she got shot, saying, I'm just here to uh, to to document. Yeah, that's what I'm doing here. I'm documenting right. this. Yeah, yes. I, I, I did not know that BLM was a was a news organization. Uh, there are all kinds of things. You know, right. but I'm, I'm, I'm now I was, I was talking to, uh, to a guy who comes on the other podcast that I do for national file, right minded, uh, tonight. And he said, going through the tapes and putting all the times together, there were two groups of people in Washington on that day. There were the people that were listening to the president speak, and there was a smaller crowd over at the Capitol building to begin with. And before Trump was finished speaking. Yeah. Violence started to happen over at the Capitol. So if you look at that fact, and, and, and now it's, it's time-stamped. You can't deny it. Yeah, I can't remember who did that, that time sequence on that. I, I saw that, too. Yeah, if, 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 you, if, <clears throat> if you look at that and you can't deny it, then you have to pull back the narrative that the Trump supporters were the ones instigating the violence on Capitol Hill. Unless you can run, I think he said, unless you can run a four-minute mile, Right. Yeah. It's impossible to get there on a good day. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the way that the federal government tried to railroad Richard Jewell in, in the in the Olympic bombings down in Atlanta when he proved the wrong by saying, hey, my fat ass can't run that far that fast. It's impossible for me to have planted the bomb and run all the way over there to make the phone call to warn you about it. The timestamps are here. Well, for any yeah. of our listeners who've never been to D.C., much less been uh, standing within the ellipse. And and then going on through the mall. I mean, the mall, it is a long piece of property. Yep. And it, it's not just a, a, a quick, brisk walk to get from one end to the other. I mean, it's it takes a long time. Was it like a mile six or something like that? I Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. All the way to the Washington Monument. Right. I, I mean, to the uh, to the Jefferson Memorial. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's not small. The, re- the reflecting pool, when you see it in pictures, it's a lot bigger than what you think. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah, it's just it's it's impossible to for all of that mass from watching Trump's speech. And actually, people were getting bored at it because they were they were hearing the same thing from Trump. There yeah. was nothing new that he was saying. And and they're like they're looking at each other saying, OK. We got to go. And they literally started leaving before his his speech was over. There there were some people that were on uh, 
Glenn Beck's program who were calling <laughs> in saying that at, at the end of the speech, getting towards the end, that people were leaving just like they do from sporting events when your team's up. Right. They were leaving to beat the traffic. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. But in, in all fairness, though, they were headed to the Capitol building. However, yeah. they were <laughs> they were already preceded by, you know, the 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 uh, uh, BLM, Q, and on, you know, who all rode in on the same bus together. And they were they just they, didn't, they just didn't know each other. Yeah, they should. Yeah. They, <laughs> Greyhound. Greyhound brings people together. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, they were at the school ca- bus. Yeah, they were at the Capitol building and and the tear gas and pepper and, and pepper pellets were shot. There was violence before Trump was done speaking. Yeah. So when when you can go to the House floor with seven days left in a presidency to smear somebody for political gain without even having any facts proven about anything. Now, you want to talk about abuse of power. Who Who do we as American citizens actually call to say, yo, that was an abuse of power. They must be stopped you, you we've got no one to call we've got to wait well, for two more years for another election and and thus is the big win for marxism that's yeah. how it's done you intimidate people you intimidate those people who don't agree with you and give them nowhere to turn you can't go it to the is, government no uh, especially now that you go, we had a hope, and it wasn't much of a hope because Mitchie Boy McConnell would have been in charge of the Senate. And my God, if I've ever seen somebody just bend over and take it from the other team, it's Mitch McConnell. This guy, he couldn't not find a way to capitulate to people who were his opposition. That's how ineffective he was. The only thing that he did, and I will give him this, is he did advance a lot of judicial appointments into the federal judiciary agreed for trump but that's the only thing i'm giving him right he 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 blundered for for the the twin runoff elections in georgia by opposing the the two thousand dollar tax back i'm not going to call it a stimulus it was a tax back it was getting your tax money back because the government told you to shut down for a year right you know he opposed that stupidly I mean, and that was that was just politically stupid. I don't know who was advising him on that, but that's the dumbest thing in the world. And now he's saying that that he was he's opposing the president and angry with him, and and he's given the green light for senators to vote their conscience, which means go ahead and vote against the president if if the trial comes to the Senate floor, because he said that defending Trump would hurt the Republican brand and his chances to regain the leadership in the Senate. I I don't see how that's possible. When you have 71 million people who are, who champion the guy that you're taking a dump on, I don't see how that's possible. You know, I, I, I I just don't, if he would have stood up and said, no, this is bullshit. We don't even have a timeline of events. There's been no investigation. Even if he lost in in the vote in the Senate on the impeachment, even if the House still did today what they did, if Republicans would have been solidly together saying, where's your proof? 
Where's your Where's your proof? You kept asking us all through the election. Show me the proof of a stolen election. Well, show me the proof that this guy instigated and incited an insurrection. Yeah, they. Well, he. And and another thing, he is so compromised. Just so they know. And, well, he's so compromised with his who, eight old boy. You know, Biden obviously is, but my God, is is McConnell compromised? You and, you and, have and, got, and, and I just don't understand it for the life of me how that just hasn't been. T- well, I, I think it's probably one of one of Trump's things that he's going to go out taking a scalp with him. I, you know what, it would serve him right. If Trump, if Trump put him down as he was leaving out, leaving office, it would serve McConnell right for everything that he's done to obstruct this guy. And, 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 and anybody who wants to say Mitch McConnell was a good leader, boy, you don't know what government is then. You only know what politics is. That's exactly right. Because it wasn't government. It was total politics and ego, no, and, and, and which that is Washington, D.C. I'm not say anything nobody else doesn't already know. However, when you have egos, unchecked egos, you know, and, and of course Trump has an ego, but he channels it in the right place for the right reasons for the American people, not just for himself and his own inurement. You know, it, it, McConnell and all these people, it's just, it's all about me, baby, and let's see what we can work out with the enemy so that we can all win and everybody be fat and happy and we can we can get on the floor and we can point fingers at each other and this, that, and the other. And, and you know, we can go home and we can sleep well at night. Screw the American people, you know. It, it, who cares? I, I have been saying this since before you and I became acquainted with each other. I, I've been saying this since the 90s. We really have people under that what we have now in Washington, D.C. is not really government. It's politicized government. Government's not supposed to be, you know, the framers, and, and they, they knew there were going to be limitations on this. They weren't naive. They were very smart people. They knew that there was going to be a certain amount of politics played, but they never expected the politics to completely manhandle the governmental process. You know, Washington said this farewell address, beware of factions. Factions will be the end of the republic. You know, and what he was talking about was the political parties. Today, you've got, and, and, and 60 minutes in a rare moment of, of, of non-senility, uh, actually pressed Pelosi into having to admit that she held up the stimulus checks for people for political purposes. Well... How was government executed there? It wasn't. And the people suffered because of it. She didn't exercise government. She didn't execute government, executed politics. How come she isn't getting impeached for obstructing of justice? That's a, that's a very good question. How, how come with, with obstructing the process, I'm shocked that she was leader again, you know, but this is. This is what politics is. Well, the politics AI the that is now capitulated the... to her again. So what's mm-hmm. that tell you? 
Well, it tells me that Aok and the squad are full of shit. They're well, not transformative. They're they're bloodthirsty, political malcontents who want power just like spoiled children want candy. So think about that then in Illinois then. So maybe oh, it's absolutely. not all maybe it's not all, you know. I I know what you're saying. You know, it's it's these whack job lefties that just they can't get a they can't get far enough left. But there's and, still that hanging on power, you know, maybe Madigan's the last of the Mohicans, you know? <laughs> you know, like I said, if Madigan, if he doesn't go into the shadows as a puppet master, then the dirt on him was, was sizable. But I do think it's a transition of power. And, you know, Chicago Democrats, for people outside of Chicago, it is as bad as you as you would believe. Chicago Democrats, it's all about graph. There was, you know, if you become an alderman, suddenly the, the more power you get in Illinois, especially if you're coming from Chicago down into Springfield, which is the state capital there, you know, the more power that you get, the more you get to graft. And I think that this this platform, and, and I still stand by my thought that it's a changing of the garden. They, they need Chicago. They need to take Chicago, just like they just like Democrats needed to take Philadelphia and Detroit. That progressives need Chicago in in order to make their big transformation something that will be completed. But I also think that they're greedy pricks. And I think they're going to keep the graft going and, and maybe even kick it up a notch. Well, we'll see. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. it's, it's, you, you it, lost me for words on that one. So, you know, it, it is a, it is something that I, that I think is this transformation. When they said the fundamental transformation of America, the bad stuff stays. And anything that was good gets bad. It, it's not like like the downtrodden are suddenly going to have champions in Congress and the White House. That's not going to happen. They may give you a few crumbs here and there, but you're not suddenly going to have this even playing field they keep promising you. They're politicians, and politicians are full of shit. <laughs> Well, that's true. And, and of course, they chip away, chip away, chip away. And all of the useful idiots, which is uh, all these, you know, come and join the rallies, all this kind of stuff, you know, BLM and, and uh, all the pro sports and all the college sports and all this kind of stuff. You know, the, the, uh, all, the, all the players, they, they have no concept of what they think that they're supporting. Well, you know, you know. Know this from college sports, Andy. Even at that level, which isn't NFL level or Major League Baseball level or NBA level, there is a privilege there. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're if you're on on Notre Dame's football team, you you've you've got a pretty good life on campus. And if you're on the first string of any any college football team. You've got a pretty good life on campus, so you're not necessarily anchored in reality. They are in today's college sports, especially the major college sports. Those players are so sheltered anymore. 
it is it is unbelievable. You know, back you know. back in back in the day, it, you know, it was it was you could live in frat houses. I did. I was at a frat when I played. You know, that was that was all sure. Hey, no problem. Yeah. You mentioned, can I join a frat? I'm sorry, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a there's a detachment from reality when we talk about you know the the so-called activists in professional sports like LeBron, LeBron James, oh, you know, and, and the people taking a knee, even Colin Kaepernick for the for for that matter, they're so detached from the day-to-day reality that everybody else has to experience that they support these these causes delusionally and then they get they get awarded for it which is just that's beyond belief to me you know kaepernick gets a couple hundred million dollars you know for for doing what he did all that nonsense and he started all that crap was that nike yeah now i don't want everybody to understand that nike you know is the company that uses Chinese slave labor and the Uyghurs to make their shoes. Exactly. So Colin Kaepernick is over here screaming to high heaven about, about black lives matter and how he's completely, completely degraded and, and not able to actually function as an equal in the United States because he's half black. (laughs) And the company that just gave him a couple hundred million dollars uses slave labor in China. Well, so, say, say with LeBron, where's the hypocrisy and then the N- NBA goes over to 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 China because they want the viewership and the ad dollars and stuff from you know five billion plus people over there, and then they then they have the gall to come back over here in support of the Chai Coms, who are footing the bill for the NBA and these players, and they got the gall to preach to us as they being social justice warriors that we're not, we're not doing our part. We're not playing the game the way it should be played. You know what, LeBron F you, you sack of, you know what, you know, take all your billion dollars or whatever and just go away. Nobody cares about you. Didn't the NBA just actually get like a billion person audience? I mean, in China, it's not like, hey, man, what are you going to do Friday? Well, I thought I'd, well, I thought I'd watch the Bulls game. Well, in China, in China, it's like, it's like, okay, everybody, at 7 o'clock, and the NBA <laughs> is on, you will line up in the public square to watch the NBA game. You single, know. single file. Yeah, if you, if you don't show up for the NBA viewing in, in, in Tiananmen Square, they come to your house and execute your ass. We know where you stay. You better watch game. That's right, or you don't get any fish heads today. Was that yeah. was that uh, was that was that racist? Uh, and profiling. And profiling. Yeah. And yeah. and I just for for the record, I don't give a shit. Speaking of t- <laughs> speaking of twofers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the I like the double dip. I, I, yeah. 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 If I if I could kill two, if I can career two birds with one stone. And I would do so. Donald Donald J. Trump did that. He killed two birds with one stone. He got impeached twice in just one term. In, just, mean, one, in just one term. And a badge of honor. Doing which it so, really is. Doing, achieving that without doing anything wrong. 
Exactly. And making everybody's lives really, really great until some COVID thing came along. Hey, we're going to, we're going to find out that, you know, we thought COVID was bad. These jackasses who just took control of government are going to roll back the tax cuts and the regulations on small business are going to come back. And we're going to remember in about a year and a half, just exactly what Trump did do for the everyman, and I hope the people who voted for Biden choke on it. Yep, me too. All right, well, that's 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 enough for this. <sighs> Everybody, remember to sign up for the uh, for the mail out and uh, to get alerted when we have a new podcast. You can do that yeah. at, at undergroundusa.com. And uh, for for Andy Limbaugh and uh, and me for. Salvato, uh, um, try to try to view the the lunacy that's happening today in Washington D.C. with a, with a grain of salt and an even keel because I wish I, I wish I could say it'll pass, but I just think it's going to get worse. Yeah, but just just make sure that you educate yourself, think for yourself, and 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 just dip in dip into your heart and and just know that everything will be okay. But, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have a bumpy road here for a little bit. But just, just hang in there because we got 80, 100 million people that are in lockstep with each other. So there's strength in numbers. Hey, think of it like, a, like political off-roading for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Just wear socks we'll talk- with those Birkenstocks, those <laughs> so you get blisters. <laughs> We'll talk to you. we'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. This has been the Underground USA. Thank you for listening to Underground USA. Be sure to check us out online at www.undergroundusa.com and on social media. Please subscribe to our podcast at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and anywhere podcasts are heard. Underground USA is produced and syndicated by Compass Point Productions. All content is used with permission and pursuant to the dictates of the fair use copyright law. Any and all guests have appeared at their own risk. Rendezvous with destiny. Rendezvous with destiny.